Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. And I have an incredibly special gift gift for you guys because I have a guest today. Her name is Adri Kaiser, and this woman is like magnetic. We met on social media, and I think the social media gods just dropped us into each other's lives because she's literally freaking sunshine. She is just incredible. I love her energy. I've loved following her. And now, Adri, I get to chat with you. Yes, I'm so excited. I love what you just said. I believe the same thing. So I'm excited to be here with you today and with everybody listening. Yeah, yeah we are gonna we're gonna exchange some serious energy here. Um, and I'm just like you're like so my jam of a person. You are a holistic wellness expert, speaker. You are an international yoga teacher. You're basically like all things woo like packaged into this beautiful, tiny little sunshine ball. And it's just <laughs> such an honor to chat with you. I asked Adri earlier, I'm like, so what are some things that are lighting you up right now? She was like, well, I love talking about the holistic stuff, but I also love like the new age stuff with crystals and essential oils. I'm like, oh, so we're the same person. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right, so let's dive in. Let's get right in there. Who is Adri? Like, who is this holistic wellness expert and international yoga teacher? Like, how do you get to be such things? And like, what's what's your journey? Tell me, tell us a little bit about the path. Okay, perfect. So I was born and raised in Caracas, Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And since, since I was a little peanut, I remember saying that I was going to make a difference. I was going to help people. I was passionate about helping people. Unfortunately, um, my moment, my transitional moment, or one of the memories that impacted me the most was my aunt asking me, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. I remember being in my grandma's bedroom when I hear my aunt's voice, and she's in a bad mood. I know all too well what this means. Uh, you know, the physical and mental abuse, and yelling and screaming. So I'm, I'm playing, and I hear footsteps approaching, and when I look up, she's towering over me. Mm. When she asked me a question, she didn't like my answer. And she goes, who do you think you are, you stupid little girl? Mm. And she puts my head and slaps my face. But this time, I finally knew I had to fight back if I wanted the beating to stop. And I'm sure, like myself, you and I have, and many people listening now, have experienced some type of pain, pain from heartbreak loss, disappointment, failure, or even abuse. Mm-hmm. And what you and I have in common is that we cope with pain the best way we can with the tools we have at mm-hmm. any given time. Yes. And for me, that meant bearing all those painful memories and emotions that eventually led to so much chronic pain. But for other people, is eating away all those feelings they don't want to feel, 
for other people is waking up at two o'clock in the morning, worrying about all these different things that are causing them stress. Yeah. But eventually, this pain catches up with you, affecting your health, your relationship, and even your business. And for me, that pivot point was when I realized that even though I tried different different traditional techniques to help me find relief from my chronic pain for over a decade, mm -hmm. I only found temporary relief. I didn't want a future where I had to take medication like I was eating candy. And that's when I started my holistic journey. I, I knew I had to go deeper. I knew I had to address the mental and emotional aspects of myself and not just the physical pain. Right. And that's when I believe strongly that physical, mental, and emotional wellness is essential for optimal health, happiness, and a sense of fulfillment in our lives. Truly, yeah. Absolutely. Without that, then, you know, there's no true meaning, right? We're just chasing our tail, so to speak, or trying to find somebody else to fix us. But when we do our inner work, that's when eventually everything begins to happen. Yeah. And for me, that for the past 15 years, that's what I've done. I have helped over 4,500 men and women like you around the world release negative patterns and heal from past emotional hurt so they can step full into their power mm. and transform their pain into purpose, their fears into confidence. And that's what I did for myself. And during my work with my clients, I found 40 components to long-lasting health, happiness, and fulfillment. And they are number one, physical health, how you take care of your body, how you feed your body. Number two, emotional wellness, how you perceive the world. Number three, emotional intelligence, how you experience the world. And number four, spiritual connection, how you feed your soul. Yes. So that, that became the foundation of what I call enlightened alchemy. That's a method that I created based upon all these 15 years of self-study, self-healing, because I became pain-free thanks to me doing my inner work. And those yeah. are the steps I use to help other people find their power, find their voice, and heal themselves from the inside out and then live their best life. So that's in a nutshell. I know, right? Like, oh, that's all, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what was it in that moment where you made the choice as a little one? Like, what did you have... Did you have an inkling of like where you wanted to go and what you wanted? Because it's incredible what you've built and what you've done. But I am super interested in always hearing about the first steps. Like what are the first things that you started to do? And maybe it's not when you were a little girl, but maybe it's 15 years ago. What are the first things that you started to do to really take care of you that, you know, for me, a lot of it, especially in the coaching world and in the healing world, a lot of what we create is a byproduct of what we are doing for ourselves. And that's the greatest gift ever because then you can speak to it specifically and emotionally and spiritually and have that connection. So what is it that you feel like was the first step that you took? You knew that you needed to feel better. You knew that you wanted to become more embodied. Many of our listeners are at that stage of like, okay, I want different. I, I want to feel better. Better. I want to really connect in with this truth of me, but I have no freaking clue where to start. Like, what would you say was your first step? You know, when I was a little girl, finally, I knew if I didn't have to, if I didn't stand up for myself, I would continue to be abused and bullied and told I 
wasn't good, good enough. I've been told that so many times throughout my life mm-hmm. that I began to, in that moment, I stood up for myself. I was raised by two incredible women, my mom and my grandma, who were role models of hardship and getting up and still being kind and still being loving and still moving forward. So that had that role model. I wanted to be a lawyer because I wanted to um, make a difference. I wanted to fight for the underdog. I wanted to help the people that had no voice. So I went to law school for a few years in Venezuela before moving to the U.S. Yeah. When once again, I was told I wasn't good enough in the form that I was called names by being an immigrant. I was told I was ignorant. And because I had an accent, I didn't speak for three months. I was so self-conscious to the point. I only spoke to my husband and my mom. So if we would go to a restaurant or something, I would tell my husband, order the water for me, order this for me, because I didn't want to speak. But one day I woke up and said, you know what? I'm bilingual. Actually, I used to speak three languages, but either you use it or lose it. So now I'm only bilingual. <laughs> polylingual but anyway so the moment that that fire whether it's a latin fire in me whether it was the education i received from my family i've never given up never given up i was like let me show you um but during this process as i mentioned i was suffering from chronic pain i was suffering from confidence so even even though many people that met me they saw this strong confident powerful woman Mm -hmm. but that that on the inside i Still wanted to fit in because I moved to a different country. I left my home behind. I left my friends behind. Mm-hmm. And that chronic pain led me to yoga. Mm-hmm. Now, let me back up a little bit. My mom, since I was a little girl, she never looked like a hippie. She never wore tight, wore tight eyes. She never did all this crazy stuff. But she taught us to meditate. She talked about yoga and crystals and stuff. So she introduced the seeds even though when I was a teenager it's like oh why my mom cannot be normal mm. and now I'm doing the same thing she's doing so I went to yoga to find relief from pain mm-hmm. and from that moment on somehow I call it divine intervention mm-hmm. so those of you that believe in God God's intervention divine intervention or fate or whatever it is I end up in teacher training when once again yoga teacher training once again I was told I wasn't good enough to teach mm-hmm. And in those moments when I feel myself falling apart, it's in those moments where something deeper, where my why comes back and says, show you, show them. So many of them today, I think back of those people, including my aunt, and I have forgiven them. And in a way, they pushed me mm-hmm. to go deeper and really find my strength. So when I come back to what was the defining moment, it's remembering what I always said since I was a little girl. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to help people. And now I recognize that I had to go through the abuse, the struggles, and all these difficulties I had encountered so then I can turn around and use those things into my superpower to help other people that are may, might be going through the same process. So there wasn't a specific moments per se, or unless those are the ones I mentioned when I realized, you know what? Let me show you. So that's what I did. I'm not good enough to teach. Let me show you. I have an accent. Let me show you. And and those were the moments where really, it really showed me how strong I was. That I wasn't a victim. That was, I believe that all of us have a choice. We can choose to either be victimized or say, because that happened to me, I cannot do or I have to do. Mm -hmm. Or we have the choice to say, yes, that happened to me. And because that happened, 
now I'm going to soar. Now I'm going to fight. Now I'm going to show them. I'm going to be like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Yes, a million percent. Yes. Absolutely. So that's what for me has been those pivotal moments. Or like when I was dealing with chronic pain, I said, I have to go deeper. And it wasn't, you know, one thing I want to make sure I didn't remember being abused. That wasn't something I was thinking about all the time. Right. And it wasn't until, which is, is, is interesting, until my son was about the same age I was when I was getting the abuse, mm-hmm. that the memory started to flash back. And I had to go through the process of being angry, being upset and healing and do my work and feeling those feelings instead of ignoring them mm-hmm. and then working through forgiveness, yes. not just for myself and forgiveness is not about saying what my these people did to me was okay forgiveness was for me to free me from that pain it's like almost holding a a hot stone in your hand Mm -hmm. wishing that the other person is the one that gets burned where you're the one burning your hand right so when i did those process and i really rolled my sleeve in and i did my inner work i was able to find myself empowered and heal and and recognizing yes i could have been taking medications and continue to go from doctor to doctor and which i by the way i never took medications except when it was really bad when i couldn't even walk Mm -hmm. those were the the painkillers i took for that moment but i didn't want to be taking medication for the rest of my life and that's a moment that for me was like you have two choices either you do what you need to do to take care of yourself or you continue to do what everybody else is doing. And I chose the path less taken. And and there you go. Like, and that's it right there because we have all these blueprints that people hand to us. We have all the to-dos that work for everybody else. We have what everyone else does. And it's when we start to trust our own self, when we start to listen to our own voice that the magic starts to really come to fruition. I just love that so much. One thing that I thought was super interesting about your story that you just shared was that the same thing kept coming up for you. And isn't that so true for all of us in life where it's like, I thought I dealt with those money issues. I thought I dealt with that body image issue crap. I thought I dealt with the the mom issues. I thought like I thought I worked through that already. Like this is coming up again. And so I just think it's so powerful that you said that every time it came up in different areas of your life that you're not good enough or who do you think you are, you were able to say, okay, I see you. I see where this is triggering old memories. I see where I have, but I also see where I have built up the proof that I am good enough because I've done it before and I've chosen me every single time. And to me, that is, that is the ultimate form of self-love when you can learn the lessons over and over and over, but on deeper levels every time for the newness of the lesson, but also call upon how badass you were in past situations that have led you to this space of of reminding you that you can do this. You can get through this. Absolutely. And the thing is like you just mentioned it and you said it, it's true. Every time we go through those lessons is to dig a little deeper to mm-hmm. a different layer of the onion to be like yes you learned the lesson but now let's go a little deeper and yeah. now let's make sure that you remember why you're doing what you're doing yeah so it's almost sometimes i call it like a test too so it's like to be like are you still walking your talk are you yeah. still 
really believe in this thing about yourself. And I have to say, there have been times for me where I, I cried, I doubted myself, I wanted to walk away and I wanted to quit. But there was another part of me that was like, no, 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 you're not ready. You still yeah. have to walk through that fire. You still have to do A, B, or C. Yeah. You know, so there, we're all going to have those moments in our lives that despite of all the lessons that we're like, we mastered this, we achieved this, we mm-hmm. did there's another step to go. There's always another level to grow. And there's going to be challenges along the way. And oftentimes for me, in what I can see now, I didn't see it back then. Now I'm thankful. This takes me less time to realize it. But many of these so-called obstacles are actually blessings in disguise, whether they are to build, to help you build a specific uh, skill or strength or to take you in a different direction that you never thought possible, or to prevent you from going down the wrong path. So when those obstacles happen, in the moment you're like, oh my God, again, or why? But then all these different lessons that you learn along the path, or you begin to be like, wait a minute, maybe it's not such a bad thing yet. Yeah. Maybe you can find a different way. Or you know, and, and that's what I love about being a student for life. That's, that's the lesson over and over that you continue to learn at a deeper level and hopefully new lessons come along as well. Well, and I think that's just it. Like we don't ever want to stop learning. Like we don't ever want the challenges to truly stop coming our way because then we stop growing. And the, for me, the entire point of life is to continue growing, is to continue the healing process, is to continue getting back to what our soul is calling us to. And if we have to learn the same lesson 5,000 times, okay, so be it. But also we learn a different, we learn a different angle of it every time, or we learn a different, um, a different, we, we have a different resonance with it every time. We always will remember, okay, I learned this lesson here, here, and here, and I felt this way this time, I felt this way that time. And it's like, you're kind of compiling this being of, feeling all the different emotions through what is, you know, what we see is the same lesson, but it's really giving us so much more strength than if we had just learned it once. Right. And sometimes, you know, it's human nature. We don't like to be uncomfortable. Sometimes we're so stuck or married to our story that the same lesson continues to come back until you finally see it. Because sometimes we don't see it. We don't know. We're like, why do we continue to experience the same thing? Why is this? Mm-hmm. At the beginning for me, again, being abused by my aunt, she was a woman of authority for a child, right? So that created this pattern of, of, in my life that I wanted to have girlfriends, but I couldn't trust them because yeah. they would betray me. And that belief pattern, guess what created in my life? The same thing. Totally. I, I was protecting myself from. And it wasn't until I was like, I need to address this and heal this and change these. That I, but it took me several lessons. This was like, why do I continue to attract these women that are coming to me and do A, B, C, or D? Well, because you haven't learned the lesson the first time that came around or the second time or the third time. So sometimes it's just like, you have to be like, come on. You have to be slapped in the face sometimes to be like, and not, well, that's not good. Let's, let's just- <laughs> we, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> But no, but that's so true because, and here's the truth, you, because this was part of your story and though you claimed you wanted to, you wanted something, you claimed you wanted the female relationships, you expected to get hurt from them. 
Correct. Our stories lead into expectations. And my friend Karen Kenny always says that um, expectations are premeditated anger. Because if we have an expectation of something, if anything does not happen the way that we totally expect it to, we are setting ourselves up for anger or hurt or sadness or resentment, whatever it is. So like listeners, I love you so much, but listen carefully to this. Your stories are, though you claim you want differently, your stories are setting up expectations that are keeping you from the thing that you say that you want because you're expecting it not to happen. It's a belief. It's a limiting belief. It's a pattern. And it's not like we go around saying, I want friends, but they're going to betray me. That was yeah, like, no, we're not like consciously saying that. No, it's something that's running in the background subconsciously. It's your ego or mind saying, this happened to you, so let me protect you, even though it doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. Becoming aware of those limiting beliefs, those patterns, those things that you continue to do over and over because you're not aware of it. So the subconscious mind directs over 90% of your actions, meaning your subconscious mind, again, directs over 90% of your actions. When you're walking to a place, you're not thinking right foot forward, left foot forward. When you're chewing gum, you're not saying bite up and down. You know, when you're breathing, you're not telling. There's stuff that's happening automatically. And this is what happens with your negative beliefs. Mm-hmm. Same with the positive beliefs. When you begin to change your mindset and you cultivate positive action, it's just like build, like exercising. You know, if you've been thinking negatively for X amount of years, because today you listen to this podcast and say, now I'm going to be thinking positive. It doesn't mean that tomorrow, now your positive mindset overtakes yeah. a negative mindset. Yeah. It's, it's building a muscle again, right? So it's becoming aware. And that's the, the number one thing I tell people is become aware of some of these patterns that keep happening over and over and how you respond and how you behave and how you lead to it because that will give you some answers to start changing whatever needs changing. Without awareness, you cannot change something you don't know that is changing. It's like being in a room that's dirty and messy and stinky and all these different things, but because the room is dark and the lights are out, you cannot see the mess. That doesn't mean that the mess is not there. Yes. That's the same thing that happens in our mind with our belief system. Yes. So it's a process of becoming aware and recognizing when these expectations, like you're saying, are kicking in before you even realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And it's so true. I love that analogy. Thank you for painting that picture for us. What, what are some of the inner work tools that you have you've used i know that you know people hear about do the work all the time like do the work do and i've done my inner work and i know it means different things for different people but some people are like what in the hell does that actually mean so what does doing the inner work look like for you so the inner work is going to be like you said different for other other for every person because we're unique so our needs are different right for me my inner work started with taking care of my physical health Mm-hmm. in a way that was more holistic because again i tried all the conventional treatments and it wasn't getting me anywhere yeah. uh, just temporary relief so i knew that in order to feel better because the mind body and emotions are connected it's almost like a triangle of health yeah. so one is out of balance it will affect the other two so once i begin to eat better uh sleep better take better care of my physical body the emotions and belief systems started to come up come up so journaling is a great thing i give my coaching clients it's like start with a journal because that will give you an insight a window to what you're thinking and what you're feeling because ultimately 
what you're experiencing in the world is a reflection of what's happening in your inner world. Yes. So my inner work for me also became about building my confidence and stop the negative self-talk, stop listening to the inner critic that was saying, who do you think you are? Because that's the question I heard multiple times as a child, or you're not good enough. So realizing, is this true? Is this applicable today? And, and also going through those feelings that we don't want to feel because Again, as human beings, we want to be comfortable. We don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel discomfort. So me having to address some of those blocks and some of the sins that I didn't want to address because they were painful. Yeah. Who wants to remember memories of being abused? Nobody. Nobody. But I was able to remember, and I don't remember everything. I remember specific instances, right? And to that, that moment when finally my family find out I was being abused was because when I fought back, uh, my grandma happened to be walking by and she walked in and she started defending me and my aunt went to jump her. And in that moment, this little me looked around, found a broom and stood in front of my grandma and my aunt and said, you touch her and I'm going to break this broom on you. So she left. But so in those moments where you your only option is to be strong. You never know how strong you are until that's your only option, right? So those, those were the scenes for me where I had to remember that instance for the moment where it was like a, this tiny little girl, not only defending myself, but defending my grandma. She had this strength. Somehow it was in me. I, I just forgot about it. So when those moments of like, I don't want to do this, this is too hard, I want to quit or whatever, I remember that strength that's within me. So part of my inner work has been doing my mental, my, my mindset work, my physical self-care, my emotional healing, but also I do a lot of energy work. I work with crystals and oils and, and a lot of the different things that help me awaken my intuition and help me connect with my belief system. I'm a person that's very spiritual. Uh, as a Latin American woman, I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. But one of the greatest gifts my mom gave me was to tell me that church is in my heart. I can talk to God anytime, anywhere. Yeah. So I don't subscribe to a specific religion because I have been blessed with traveling worldwide and yeah. meeting people from different cultures. I've gone to mosques. I got to temples, I got to churches and cathedrals, and I believe in all these different things that have brought me so much peace. So part of my inner work was finding that connection with what, with something greater than myself yeah. that helped me figure out my purpose, my mission, why I'm here. And every single person, you, me, everybody listening right now, we all have a set of unique gifts and talents and we all have a mission, a purpose, whether it's to be a stay-at-home mom and be the best mom in the world, whether it's to be the next CEO of this major multi-million company, whether it's to be a yoga teacher, whether it's to be whatever it is, only you can do what you do the best way you do it. And that's my spiritual connection and my my process of healing myself and empowering myself and going through the walking through the muddy areas and walking through those dark ages or those dark rooms and getting my hands dirty to help me come to the other side is what the inner work is for me it's not easy but it's worth it and another thing I want to let um let in in the listening in is 
talking about our problems only creates more problems. And so many people are so married to their stories mm -hmm. that if they lose a story, they feel like they don't know who they are anymore. And I'm here to tell you that, again, we all have a choice. Where do you want to be? Hurt people, hurt people. People that are easily offended are people that are walking with wounds that haven't healed themselves. People that have healed themselves are the ones that are going to extend compassion and kindness and understanding. And they're going to be like, whenever you're ready, I can walk you through this process. I can help you. I cannot do the work for you, but I can show you the way. And that's what I'm passionate about. I'm not here to fix anybody. I'm here to help people share my life, share the, the, the path I took. And hopefully there are tools in there that can provide them so they can do the work for them yes, so yes. they can heal themselves i'm not just there as a cheerleader and be like here yes i what i'm trying to get at is my 15 years of studies and struggles and stuff i want to pass it on to other people mm -hmm. so it doesn't take them 15 years to get to where i am it hopefully takes them a few months or maybe a year instead of 15 you know that's what my goal is and that's why i wake up every morning about it that's when i want to quit when I'm tired, when I'm depleted, when I'm like, enough is enough, I come back like, ah, you're not ready yet. You have to keep going because more people need you. Yeah. And that's for every single one of us. There are so many golden nuggets that you just shared in there. It's like, oh my gosh, like which one to pick? But I, I, I a million percent agree with you that we're here for big stuff. We're here for big stuff. And yes, our stories, our limiting beliefs, they can keep us down, but what good is that doing anybody, most especially ourselves, right? And to your point of journaling and really connecting in with who you are, a lot of people um, I talked to, I actually wrote a journal a couple years ago because I didn't know the, the benefits of journaling. I think intuitively, as a little, a little girl, I used to love writing. And then I just forgot about that as I grew and I got older. And so then um, as I kind of stepped into my spiritual awakening process, my self-discovery journey, I wanted to learn more about journaling, but I didn't know how. I was still very much a rule follower and I needed specific instruction. And so I created a journal that gives people specific instruction, gives prompts, teaches them how to journal. And the one thing that like, maybe I'll release like a second edition or something. Cause the one thing that I, I'll say to it now is that people look at journaling as just a putting your pen to paper, getting the thoughts out of your head onto the page. No, that's a to-do list. There really is magic that happens when you allow yourself to fully be open and let the words flow out because we can't make sense of everything that's bumbling along and around up here in our heads. But most specifically, we can't really hear the words of our heart as we're focusing on the words in our head. So we can't make sense of the words in our head. So that's what we're focusing on. But more importantly, we're definitely not hearing the words of our heart, which is what journaling for me allows for me to do. I look at the page sometimes. I'm like, where in the heck did that come from? But it's being intimate with my thoughts. It's being quiet and still and allowing myself to really be in that inner work space that I'm like, oh, that's where I actually discover a lot of my limiting beliefs is when I've got the pen to the page and I'm writing everything out and then I'll write something. I'm like, I don't even believe that anymore, but that's part of my old story. So just, you know, just wanted to give that as a little additional 
add-on for people because I know that we look at many people in society are trained to be very linear, very, you know, it's got to make sense. Like, of course, like you're just going to write things down in journal. No, it, it does have a transcendental spiritual connection if you allow for it to. And that's where you discover the areas that need to be healed. Absolutely. I just think it's so powerful. It is because so many people, they're playing that story in their, in their heads and they don't know that they're playing the story. I had a client uh, a few days ago and she finally said to me some stuff that she says, this is the first time I'm saying it and I can't believe I said it. And, but this is a huge belief system that had been causing her so much pain. Yeah. And when I said, okay, now that you said it, let me ask you this question. So I asked her some questions about it. Is this true? Whatever it is. And at the end of our conversation, she was like, I can believe I've been telling myself this story for yeah. oh, almost two years. And now it's not even true, but I didn't even know that she was she didn't even know herself that she was telling herself the story yeah. until she was able to take out of her logic mind mm -hmm. and express what the heart saying. Another client, just so you guys know how important, how emotions are so powerful. Emotions, when they are not processed, when they are not released, when, when they're repressed, when they're suppressed, they take a hold in your tissue and your fashion, your muscles. They, mm -hmm. That's why when you're stressed, you feel like, oh, I have this lump or I have these knots because they actually become, they materialize, right? Mm -hmm. So one day um, I'm teaching this yoga class and at the end of the class in the relaxation pose, I see a student and she's crying. And I walk next to, I, I walk to her to sit next to her and just, just hold her hand. After the class was over, she comes to me and said, Adri, Thank you so much for holding my hand. It meant so much to me. I don't know what happened. I was laying in Shavasana and all these emotions and stuff beginning to bubble up and I found myself crying. I feel so much better now. I feel yeah. so much lighter. And that this is a, a, a reaction called or, or, or a situation called emotional release. Mm -hmm. And now I don't want everybody to think like if you're brand new to yoga, don't want you to think if you come to my yoga class, you're going to cry every single day. <laughs> you're going to end up crying. But for this particular person, the mindful breathing, the conscious movement, the right words I said, whatever those words were, I don't know, begin to trigger some of these emotions that have been buried in her body for so long yeah. that she didn't even know she was holding on to. Yeah. So emotions are very powerful that's why again when you have a big emotional fight or even when you walk into a room where people have been fighting you can feel the heaviness you can feel that that yeah the heaviness that that, that sense of like oh feel something off or after you fight with somebody and you're completely exhausted yeah because it takes so much energy out of you so becoming aware and that's a great tool to give you guys is Pay attention to how you're feeling on a regular basis. And that's going to give you a window to see what type of thoughts you're having. Because if you're having positive thoughts all the time, you're going to feel happy and energized and all these different things. But when you are exhausted and cranky and angry and moody, yeah. I'm sure there's some negative thinking happening in the background because it's impossible 
possible to think positive and feel bad yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And that is something that gets to be practiced over time and learned over time, right? It's, it's witnessing how you're feeling and like witnessing the stories and then realizing like in A Course in Miracles, they say you get to choose again. Like if you're witnessing something that just doesn't feel good, or if you're witnessing something, a thought that you've thought over and over and over and over, and then you decide, I'm not going to think that thought anymore, or I'm going to, I choose to release that now. That's a practice that you get to bring in. That's why they call anything a journaling practice, a yoga practice. Like it is something that you get to continually work at, get better at over time. And if you're a person who's walking around like, pretty Eeyore-ish and head down a lot. Like the expectation again, that suddenly it's going to be like, you know, a care bear with like, (laughs) with the rainbows beaming out of your chest. That may not be completely realistic right away, but why does it have to happen right away? Why can't we enjoy the journey and allow for you to be in the practice of the self-discovery, be in the practice of the releasing? Because as you said before, it's painful to go back and relive old wounds and relive abuse or, or look, work through things that you've been carrying, but it's also painful to tell yourself stories that just simply aren't true and don't serve you anymore. So it's like, pick your pain people and trust, trust that your inner being, your true self really knows the path of least resistance to getting to the good feeling stuff. Absolutely. And the part two that I see a lot working with clients is that they it's easy to blame others. Yes. You know, instead of being like, I get to choose. I I'm in charge. So some people is like, well, because that person or whatever or whatever. So it's like let's not let's stop the blaming and yeah. let's go in and see. I have the choice. I have the power. So we're no longer when because when we blame and we point fingers, we're giving our power away. Yes. You know, thinking, because again, this happened or didn't happen, or, and and abuse or trauma. Trauma doesn't have to be abuse. Trauma can be when you were five years old and somebody said that shirt is ugly, mm-hmm. and from that moment on, you think that that color, that type of shirt, looks bad on you. So mm-hmm. it's all these different traumas and those little things that happened in our past that we get to say. Well, again, I get to choose. Do I believe that? Do I work with that? Do I, what do I do next? And part of what you were saying of enjoying the journey, sometimes we're so desperate about getting to the end goal that if we don't go through our journey, we don't accumulate or pick up the tools or the lessons we need to get us to, to that end goal. Yeah. People think of failure or roadblocks or... Uh, obstacles in life as like if somebody fell in the past that doesn't mean that you're a failure today right. that failure in the past taught you something that now you can implement to do this when I started doing building my business in the online world I hired so many wrong people mm-hmm. that took my money that didn't deliver I lost money and there were moments where I was like why am I going to continue to do this but every time that failure, so to speak, can happen, I became more assertive to who I was hiring next. Yes. Or what, how to do myself certain things. And also it helped me figure out what's my son of genius and what is not and what I can delegate 
but I have enough knowledge to know if I delegate this, I know what needs to happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yes. that's the part where we have to realize that by doing our inner work, by really letting go of the logistic or the logic mind, the thinking mind all the time and connect with our heart, it's going to bring us closer in trusting in the process to get to the end goal. Yes. One client of mine, when she, when she started, when she first joined my, my grouping or my group coaching session, she was wondering, she was struggling. It was so painful for her between the decision of staying in her job or quitting her job and start her new business. Right. So during our sessions and our, our staff, one day I, I guided her through this process that helped her connect with her heart space. And once we're there, I asked her if money and time wasn't an issue, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And then I asked her, as we go along, and then I asked her, if all of these things that you're so worried about in the future happening, because you will quit your business, your job and start your new business, if only half of them will happen, will you still start your own business? Mm-hmm. Immediately, she started to cry because she knew, she could feel it in her gut. She knew what she needed to do. Totally. She knew she had to get out of her head she knew her, she had to get out of her own way and follow her heart. Oh. And thankfully, she quit her job. She started her new business. And it's amazing. It doesn't mean that it was all rainbows and unicorns. Of course, she struggled a little bit here and there. Yeah. But she knew, she remembered her why. She remembered that moment where it was so clear to her. And she took that leap of faith. She yeah. knew she had to follow her purpose. And that's what she did. Oh, it's so beautiful. And Adri, you have invited us into really reflecting upon that. Like, what is the the deep inner work that we get to do, friends? And, you know, yes, we have a major calling within us. We have a major purpose to to stand up in, but we don't have to stand up in it completely, 100% embodied right away. We get to Adri, as you said, we get to take care of our physical body. We get to take care of our emotional health and our emotional state. We get to really allow ourselves to connect spiritually. And from that, from like throwing those things all into the mixing bowl and just over time, allowing them to mix and to surface and to become the magical concoction that they're meant to be when you put you into it, right? Each of us, our own true selves into it it's going to happen. It's going to come and the resistance isn't going to be there. And the, the proof though is going to be there because we'll remember all those times that we stood for ourselves and, and we, we fought the same or we fought the fight and then we flowed through the other parts and just like allowed ourselves to experience each individual lesson and let them compound into this incredible ability to prove to yourself that you can do it. You were meant to do this all along. Absolutely. I want to leave you guys with a, with a final thought or a final story. So in 1995, when I moved to the U.S. from Venezuela, I brought my favorite coat. It was beautiful. It fit me perfectly. It was comfortable. The only problem was it wasn't very warm. Mm-hmm. Because in Venezuela, it's a tropical weather year-round. So for us, cold might be upper 60s. Yeah. So here in the U.S., when the winter time came, I will be cold because my coat wasn't warm and my family will ask me to buy a new coat. And I would say no all the time. And the reason was because I was afraid of change. I was afraid that 
other, uh, other goods wouldn't fit me as well, so to speak. And I was afraid of spending money, even when they offered to buy the coat for me. Yeah. Finally, the day came when I had to buy a new coat. And oh my gosh, I don't know what I waited so long because the new coat was warm, it was comfortable, it, it fit me really well. And we all have times in our life when we have scenes that do not serve us as well as they should because we are comfortable, because we learn to be uncomfortable with that or because it's what we know, it's what we're used to. But if you, if like me and my code, if you're really ready to work on yourself, if you're ready to try something new, if you're ready to find new levels of strength and warmth and confidence you never thought possible, this is the time where you are ready to step into that power. I want you to imagine the day where the voice in, that says that you're strong, that you're wonderful, that you're beautiful, what you do matters, is stronger than the voice that says you're not. Yeah. Imagine the day where your doubts and fears are no longer holding you back and taking the best out of you. Imagine the day where you're stepping into your power and you're becoming the person you know you're meant to be. Imagine that day. So now is the time to put on your new coat, just like I did. Yep. Now it's time for you to work on your health and mindset. Now is the time to live the best life that you know you're meant to be living. So now is the time, everybody. Oh, Adri, thank you so much for that. That is the most beautiful way to wrap up this conversation. Tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can connect with you, please. Yes. They can find me on all social media. So my name is Adri Kaiser, and I'm sure you can probably put the link in there. We're going to put it in the show notes, yep. My, my website is adrikaiser.com, and if it's okay with you, I would love to give them uh, access to, I created this PDF, this workbook for the ladies I work with, mm-hmm. that is all about becoming, going from limited to limitless. So it's a mm-hmm. short workbook where they, they have questions and exercises to help them become aware of some of their limiting beliefs that are holding them back. So their prompts, like you were saying, there seems like, oh, I didn't know this is a belief system that's been holding me back. So I want to offer that to them. They can, I'll give you the link to you so they, you can put it in there. And if they want it, it's there. Perfect. So hopefully they can start journaling and do some of that, figure it out, becoming aware of some of the patterns that are holding them back so they can become limitless and put their code on and become the best person they can be. So... Amazing. Thank you for that. Thank you. We will link that up in the show notes for sure. And I know many of the ladies that are listening are going to say, yep, I want to get on that. So thank you. And then Adrian, I just have one final question for you that I love to ask all of my guests is what are you grateful for right now? Oh my God. There's so many things. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the opportunity to live in this amazing, incredible country because I come from a Venezuela, which right now is not doing well at all. Mm-hmm. But so I come from a place where there's so much lack and so much struggle. So to be here in this country where it's actually the land of the free, where the dreams can come true. So I'm, I'm grateful to be a, an American living in this amazing country. I'm grateful for being able to live my best life by sharing what I'm passionate about. And I'm grateful for all these people I have helped that trust in me and I've been able to help them find their own strength and voice and power. So I'm grateful.
grateful for my journey and grateful for the opportunity to travel. And man, that I can keep going and going. And I know. Like, Thank you. It's <laughs> such a beautiful, I love when people fall like start doing the waterfall of gratitude because it is, it's available for us all and just raises our vibe and, and connects us into who we truly are. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor and pleasure to, to talk to somebody so lovely and bubbly and that we, we can be talking for hours. About oh, we could. Yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. And friends, go out and just start doing your work, whatever feels good to you, because you have a life that is meant to be lived on the highest level in every area. And we are here loving you and supporting you. And we hope you have a very good morning. Thank you so much, my amazing friends, for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. And I have a question for you. I know that the content in these episodes is hugely helpful for you and it's hugely moving for you, but it kind of brings up the, but now what question, the how can I take this to the next level scenario in your mind? And I know that to be certain because ultimately it was listening to podcasts like this that really lit my fire and helped me to think bigger picture, truer picture that led me down the road of launching this business, living my life in congruence with my soul's purpose. And I want to offer the same to you. I know that through the number of services that I offer, one of them is exactly what you need right now to move that needle on your life, on your business, on your relationships, on your worthiness forward. And it is really important to me to be able to offer you all of the different options so that you know what is available to you. And the best way that we can do that, friends, is by hopping on the phone for a free consultation, a free one-to-one girlfriend soul chat about what life and business looks for you and which tools that I have within my world that I've created for you are going to best help you to amplify that, best help you to take it to the next level. I have a beautiful academy for those who are just starting off, just ready to launch their business. I've got a mastermind for those that are at the next level or are ready to up level in a big way and be surrounded by a tribe of women who are doing that self-discovery work. And I work one-to-one with clients who really need a little bit more and yearn for a little bit more of that direct soul-to-soul contact, but also want the beautiful, crazy amazing relationships that come from being a part of tribes like the mastermind and the academy so if you're interested in talking about which of these services is the best option for where you are currently and where you're ready to go let's hop on the phone please head to www.jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. We will be in touch immediately upon receiving the request for that consultation. And we're going to set up a 30 minute time frame to chat and get to know each other so that I can begin coaching you for free and then guide you to the opportunity that's going to allow for you to energetically invest in yourself in the way that will best suit 
your needs and allow for you to step into the empowered version of yourself that is going to show up in this life in a huge and massive way. I'm so excited to connect with you. Again, jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. I can't wait to chat. Good morning.